From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, May 4th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Yesterday in Hocking County, about an hour southeast of Columbus, first responders swarmed Logan High School due to a potential bomb threat. Students were sent home early and all school activities were canceled for the rest of the day. ONN's Richard Solomon spoke with school officials to find out more. We're told by the district all students and staff are safe, but the school was evacuated immediately. The Logan Police Department and Hocking County Sheriff's Office were notified that a fire alarm was pulled and a suspicious package found in the restroom. Several agencies responded, including the Columbus Bomb Squad. We're told the entire campus was searched. The high school itself housed a 9th through 12th graders for reporting in Logan, Ohio. I'm Richard Solomon. All classes in the Logan Hawking District were canceled for today. Also at Logan High School, students are raising awareness after the death of a classmate. Kariana Butcher's 15-year-old son Bryce died by suicide earlier this week. She says he was bullied. I don't ever want another parent to have to feel this, and I do not ever want another student, another kid, to feel like they have no options to feel like there is no other choice but to not exist. Bryce's classmates gathered for an anti-bullying rally at East Park in Logan. To central Ohio now, where in the northern Columbus suburb of Worthington, the school district is dealing with two different tragedies after an 11-year-old middle school student was killed in a crash on Tuesday morning and a school bus driver died on the job that same day. ONN's Carly Dion reports. Worthington Schools Superintendent Trent Bowers says the school district is grieving two devastating losses. Bowers making the decision to keep students in school. The school's counseling and mental health teams will be available to support students and staff. This support also available to its school bus drivers who lost one of their own who suffered a medical emergency. The bus drivers putting their own grief aside to be there for the students. And Bowers says they will make sure counselors are available and any family looking for that support can reach out to their principal for more information. In Worthington, Carly Dion. Also in Columbus, a student at Eastmore Academy died after being struck by a vehicle. 15-year-old Devin Biggs was running on the sidewalk during track practice when a car jumped the curb and struck him. Devin's grandfather, Richard Biggs, says Devin had recently moved from Lordstown to Columbus. He was loved by everybody. We went to track meet about two months ago down at OSU. He was just like a uh, brother to everybody he met down there. Police have not said if any criminal charges will be filed against the driver. Southwest of Toledo in the suburb of Perrysburg, high school students walked out of classes yesterday to protest gun violence in schools. Here's ONN's Michael Sandlin. These kids are tired of seeing kids around their age get shot and killed in the classroom almost every week. To highlight this, they teamed up with local chapter of Students Demand Action and planned the walkout as a way to advocate for change in every area possible. The idea ended up grabbing the attention of some 30 students and teachers, gathering at the track stadium and listening to a brief speech from senior James Zhao, who pointed out that there's been more shootings than days in a year. Zhao said that if they don't see change soon, he and his classmates are just as likely to have their names on gravestones as they are in diplomas. Reporting in studio, Michael Sanlon. Some parents in the Columbus City School District are concerned about random searches of students and brought it up at last night's school board meeting. ONN's Kevin Landers has more with the district's interim superintendent. Angela Chapman tried to tamper down rumors that the district was doing this during the meeting last night. The district is aware of misinformation circulating on social media stating security measures include stop and frisk. This narrative is false. At no time... 
Do school or safety and security staff physically pat down or search our students? Under district policy, safety and security staff are prohibited from selecting a particular student to screen unless there is reasonable suspicion that a student may have a weapon. I'm Kevin Landers. There was a gambling bust in Zanesville yesterday. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has the story. Six different places in Zanesville busted yesterday for illegal gambling operations. The Ohio Casino Control Commission saying agents seized or disabled more than 400 gaming machines and confiscated a large amount of cash and documents. Authorities have not released the names of the locations that were raided. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Yesterday marked three months since a Norfolk Southern train packed with toxic materials derailed in East Palestine, near Ohio's border with Pennsylvania. The rail company is now training Ohio first responders on best practices when it comes to train derailments and other events. ONN's Lacey Crisp has more. In the next couple of days, about 200 first responders will get hands-on training. Norfolk Southern holds these trainings across the country, 12 a year, in fact. Company representatives tell me it's important for first responders to know how to figure out what the train is carrying and how best to respond in the case there is an incident like what happened in East Palestine. Norfolk Southern has hosted training sessions like this for the last several years, but they tell me there's way more interest now from first responders since the train derailment in East Palestine. Lacey Crisp in Columbus. In Northwest Ohio, leaders with the Bowling Green City School District, which has 2,700 students, say they're at a critical point with major decisions ahead, including likely putting a levy on the ballot in November. ONN's Chase Bachman in Toledo reports. The board has put levies before voters at least four times since 2017, and each one has failed to pass. District Board President Ryan Myers says we know the facilities in our district are in need, several school buildings. Myers says a new high school could cost in the ballpark of about $70 million. The board is also in the process of hiring a new superintendent. Chase Bachman, been Bowling Green. In the race for Akron mayor, 32-year-old Ward 8 council member Shamas Malik won the Democratic nomination in a landslide on Tuesday. ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland explains how the candidate now has a fairly clear path to the mayor's office and to making history. Going into the election, it looked like a virtual tie between Malik, Marco Somerville, and Tara Mosley, but he won big with 43% of the vote. Now looking forward, with no Republicans on the ballot, Malik will win the November election unless a right-in candidate launches a successful campaign between now and then. Now if that doesn't happen, Malik will become the first man of color and the youngest person ever to serve as the mayor of Akron. I'm Stephanie Haney. And this year's inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland have been announced. Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. Those getting in under the performer category are Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, and The Spinners. Other inductees include singer Shaka Khan, Bernie Taupin, who wrote songs for Elton John, and studio musician Al Cooper and Don Cornelius, who created Soul Train. The ceremony will be in New York in November, but in Cleveland next year and every other year after that. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.